Hello everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we're in Proverbs 28, 1-28 uh, for your NIV and then we're going to head to e for your ESV. We're going to be in Genesis 37, 1-38 and then Mark 9, 1-50. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The wicked man flees though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. When a country is rebellious, it had it has many rulers, but a man of understanding and knowledge maintains order. A ruler who oppresses the poor is like a driving rain that leaves no crops. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law resist them. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Better a poor man whose walk is blameless than a rich man whose ways are perverse. He who keeps the law is discerning, is a discerning son, but the companion of glutton, gluttons disgraces his father. He who increases his wealth by an exorbitant interest amasses it from another, who will be kind to the poor. If anyone turns a deaf ear to the law, even his prayers are detestable. He who leads the upright along an evil path will fall into his own trap, but the blameless will never but the blameless will receive a good inheritance. A rich man may be wise in his own eyes, but a poor man who who has discernment sees through him. When the righteous triumph there is great elation, but when the wicked rise to power, men go into hiding. He who conceals his sins does not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Blessed is a man who always fears the Lord, but he who hardens his heart falls into trouble. Like a roaring lion or charging bear, it is a wicked man ruling over a helpless people. A tyrannical ruler lacks judgment, but he who hates ill-gotten gain will enjoy a long life. A man tormented by the guilt of murder will be a fugitive till death. Let no one support him. He who will, whose walk is blameless is kept safe, but he whose ways are perverse will suddenly fall. He who works his land will have abundant food, but the one who chases fantasies will have him fill, have his fill of poverty. A faithful man will be richly blessed, but one eager to to get rich will not go unpunished. To show partiality is not good, yet a man will do wrong for a piece of bread. A stingy man is eager to get rich and is un unaware that the poverty awaits him. He who rebukes a man will, will in the end gain more power. He who rebukes a man will in the end gain more favor. Sorry about that. Then he will he who has a flattering tongue, he who robs his father or mother and says it's not wrong, he is a is partner to him who destroys. A greedy man disturbs up dissension, but he who trusts in the Lord will prosper. He will who trusts in himself is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom is kept safe. He who gives to the poor will lack nothing, but he who closes his eyes to them receives many curses. When the wicked rise to, to power, people go in hiding. But when the wicked perish, the righteous thrive. Let's go ahead and head to your ESV reading.
everyone, so this is your ESV reading, so let's go ahead and begin. Joseph's dreams. Jacob lived in the land of his father's sojournings in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. J- Joseph, being 17 years old, his, his, was pasturing the flock with his, pet, with his brothers. He was a boy with, with the sons of Bilhah and Zilpah. His father's wives and Joseph brought a bad report of them to their father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any other of his sons because he was the son of uh, of his old age, and he made him a robe of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. Now Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. He said to them, Hear this dream that I have dreamed. Behold, we are binding sheaves in the field. And behold, my sheaf arose and stood upright. And behold, your sheaves gathered around it and bowed down to my sheaf. His brothers said to him, Are you, are you indeed to reign over us? Or are you indeed to rule over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and his for his words. Then he he dreamed another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Behold, I have dreamed another dream. Behold, the sun, the moon, and the, the and eleven stars were bowing down to me. And when he told it to his father and to his brothers, his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brothers indeed come to bow down? ourselves to the ground before you and his brothers were jealous of him but his father kept the saying in his mind joseph sold by his brothers now his brothers went to pasture their father's flock near shichem and israel said to joseph are not your brothers pasturing the flock at shichem come i will send you to to them and he said to them and he said to him here am i so he said to him, Go now, so if so if it is well with your brothers and with the flock, and bring me word. So he sent him from the valley of Hebron, and he came to Shittim. And a man found him wandering in the fields, and the man asked him, Where are you seek what are you seeking? I'm seeking my brothers, he said. Tell me, please, where they are pasturing the flock. The man said, They have gone away, for I have for I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them in Dothan. They saw him from afar, and before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. But they said to one another, Here comes this dreamer. Come now, let's kill him and throw him into one of the pits. Then we will say that a fierce animal has devoured him, and we will see what will happen uh, and we will see what will become of his dreams but when reuben heard it he he rescued him out of their hands saying let us not take the, his life and reuben said to them shed no blood throw him into this pit here in the wilderness but do not lay a hand on him that he might rescue him out of their hand to restore him to his father so when joseph came to his brothers they stripped him of his robe the robe of many colors that he wore, and they took him and threw him into a pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in it. Then they sat down to eat, and looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead, and their camels bearing gum, balm, 
and myrrh on their way to carry it down to Egypt. Then Judah said to his brothers, What profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother, our own flesh. And his brothers listened to him. Then mid then Midianite traders passed by and drew Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for twenty shekels of silver. They took Joseph to Egypt. When Reuben returned to the pit and saw that Joseph was not in the pit, he tore his clothes and returned to his brothers and said, The boy is gone, and I, where shall I go? Then they took Joseph's robe and slaughtered a goat and dipped the robe in the blood. And they sent the robe of many colors and brought it to their father and said, This is we have found. Please identify whether it is your son's robe or not. And he identified it and said, It is my son's robe. A fierce animal has devoured him. Joseph is without doubt torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his garments and put sackcloth on his loins and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted and said, No, I will go down I shall go down to the to Sheol to my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. Meanwhile the Midianites had sold him in Egypt to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Now we are in Mark chapter 9, verses 1 through 50. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. And he said to them, Truly I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God after it has come with power. The transfiguration. And after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. And he and his clothes became radiant, intensely white, as no one on earth could bleach them. And they there appeared to, to them Elijah with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. And Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. For he did not know what to say, They were, for they were terrified. And a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came over out of the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone with them but Jesus only. And as they were coming down the mountain, he charged them to tell no one what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what this rising from the dead might mean. And they asked him, Why do the scribes say that first Elijah must come? And he said to them, Elijah does not come, does come first to restore all things. And how is it written of the Son of Man that he should suffer many things and be treated with contempt? But I tell you that Elijah has come, and they did not want, and they did not to him whatever they pleased, as it as it is written of him. Jesus heals a boy with an unclean spirit, and when they came to to the disciples, they saw a crowd 
a great crowd around them and scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowds, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he, and he asked them, what are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him, and when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked him, his father, How long has he been, has, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And it, it has often cast him into fire and into water and to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. And immediately the father and the child of the child cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the clean, unclean spirit, saying to it, you mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out and the boy was like a corpse, so that most of them said, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. And when he entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, this kind, of, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. Jesus again foretells death, resurrection. They went on from there and passed through Galilee, and he did not want anyone to know. For he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, after three days he will rise. But they did not understand the saying and were afraid to ask him, what, Who is the greatest? And they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, they, he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? But they kept silent, for on the way they had argued with, with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve. He said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and, ser and servant of all. And he took a child and put him in the midst of them, and taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Anyone not against us is for us. John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no, no one who does my, a mighty work in my name will be able to soon afterward be to speak evil of me. For the one who is not against us is for us. For truly I say to you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ will by no means lose his reward. Temptations to sin. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it will be better for him if a great millstone was were hung around his neck and he were 
thrown into the sea. And if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than with two hands to go to hell, to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it out off. It is better for you to enter life lame than with two feet to be thrown into fire. And if you, your eye causes you to sin, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into hell. Where their worm does not die and, and the fire is not quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if the salt has not lost its saltiness, how will you make it salty again? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask, Lord, that you will be done in our lives. I ask that you be with us as we go throughout our day. Keep us from the enemy, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.